All right, bradcooney.com in association with HCN Networks is absolutely honored to have on board Hollywood film star. And you're one of those that have a lot of titles. So author, playwright, contributing writer, professor, producer, and director, Miss Catherine Smith McGlynn. Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> Absolutely. Sounds like you got them all. I, I was hoping so. You got one of those big old laundry list of titles, which uh, which is a great thing. It means you have a great work work ethic and you really enjoy your uh, your career. Absolutely, I do. You, you know, you got to be uh, creative. you got to create this business. You can't just sit back and wait for the phone to ring. Absolutely. Okay, so let's get right into this. First and foremost, um, I recently went to the movies and saw Maze Runner 2, The Scorch Trials, which is the sequel, of course, to, to the first Maze Runner. I was blown away. Normally, sequels are tough to meet the, you know, to, 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 to rise to the expectations of the first one. This one surpassed it, I thought. And, of course, you played Dr. Crawford in the movie. Uh, talk about that. Talk about the experience uh, playing the uh, in the movie Maze Runner 2. Dr. Crawford, Wicked is good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was, it, working on Maze Runner was an awesome experience. It was the first my first foray into this particular genre, you mm -hmm. know, which is, I guess they call it young action movies, young yep. action movies, I think. Um, and, and it was a blast, but, it, you know, I have to say it was physically uh, trying, you know, on me because you kind of, I was doing a lot of running, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a one scene in the, in the film where uh, uh, Dylan's character, Thomas, and his gang, you know, the, all the gladers, they, they're escaping and they're taking me down this hallway. Mm -hmm. And we're running away from this gunfire. And, I mean, we shot that, we shot it in the middle of the night and I was wearing like these three-inch heels. <laughs> and, a boot. and, you know, the first couple of, I was a track runner in high school. But, oh, I got this. The first couple of runs, first couple of takes, I was like, yeah, I got this. And then the third one and then the fourth one. Oh, man. And by the fifth one, my heart was, like, coming out of my chest. Oh, man. Yeah, I can imagine. How many takes, you know? how many takes was it? Uh, that particular scene, probably we did maybe about ten takes on it. Because wow. it was there was a lot of stunt work happening there. And so, you know, with those kind of scenes, you know, you got to make sure everyone's safe on the set, so mm -hmm. you have to really make sure that everybody's on point with that. But but it was fun. We filmed the we filmed the movie out in uh, Albuquerque, in New Mexico, mm -hmm. and um, a great city, great city to work in. And it was just a blast working with everybody on the set, working with the director Wes Paul. Yeah, that was my next question. And yeah, you know, I mean Wes. Right. He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. He's good. He's really great. I mean, he's got his vision, and he's so calm about it, too, you know? I mean, no matter what kind of scene we were doing, if someone was hyped up or what have you, you know, Wes was just like a sea of calm. Mm. Yeah. By the eye of the storm. <laughs> that, 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 I'm guessing that's important for an actor, too, to have somebody that can keep everybody grounded because it's like you said there's some high pressure scenes in that movie and that one you're talking about where the gang's trying to break out they just figured out that things weren't quite exactly what it would appeared so they needed to get out of there and so they grab you pretty much kidnap you 
And yeah. yeah, it just was an intense scene. Really, one of the really well, one of many intense scenes in that movie. Or did you did you um, audition for it? How did that all go down? Yeah, I hey, I auditioned for it. Cool. You know? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, got the you know got the call and auditioned for it. And um, you know, with a lot of these big movies, you know, you you have to uh, be very discreet about what you're doing. Sure. And so throughout the process, you know, just you know, doing my job and. Uh, got a call back and you know and then just uh i think a few weeks passed and you know i was just on to the next because you know as a as an actor you know you're about the work and so mm-hmm. you can't sit back and worry about one audition or two auditions you know you just gotta go through and you know do your job and so i just got this phone call from my agent and she was like oh you gotta be in, in new mexico on the set in two days and i said what wow yeah, so it was it was awesome. It was really great. So it looks like obviously the book series is three, um, and I read somewhere that the third Maze Runner is targeted for February 2017. Well, is there any chance? We'll, we'll, yeah. yeah well, any chance we'll get to see you? Hey, I, I, you didn't see my guts all over the screen. That's no. right. You're not dead. Not, <laughs> not, not dead. <laughs> That's a great. No, so, you know, and Dr. Crawford, you know, she's a spitfire. So, you know, yeah. Wes was very, Wes, uh, he, you know, he was very particular about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Even when they were tying me up, he was like, you know, you're you're badass. You're just like, you know, you just got to get away with this. Yeah, yeah. You know, so to the end, you know, bullets flying everywhere. I was just like. Yeah. So I, I'm glad I'm a survivor. So, you know, you just might see Dr. Crawford again because they're on their way back. You know? Yeah, that's right. And you know, one of the yeah, things that one of the things that I really got got the most out of your part was, you know, you're you're. I'm not sure how tall you are, but you look tall in the movie, and you came across as a very confident, like overpowering, confident, like go getter kind of doctor. Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, how tall do you think that is? You know, it's tough to see. You know, I'll take a guess. The, the, I'll say I'll, I'll answer it this way. The movie you looked about five eleven, six foot. Oh, wow! You just look tall. Tall, you have. I am five eight. Okay, so I miss it by viewing. I'm five eight. Yeah, and I do come across. You know, it's interesting. They tell you, you know, the camera. You gain five pounds. You look bigger. And the camera don't lie. <laughs> it magnifies you actually. You know, I think uh, I think it was Ryan Reynolds once said that uh, he was quoted as saying, you know, uh, a lot of actors, he's like, Hollywood is full of these little gnomes, you know, smaller stature people because they look really great on screen. And, you know, there's this little box that you have to sit up. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm one of the tall ones, I guess. Yep. Now, um and again, the first the first one was really good. I took my two goddaughters to go see it, and and they're both from Vietnam, so they were excited. What, uh, um, what's his name? Ki Hung Lee? Is that his? Yeah. Oh yes. So they yeah, and both of them have a crush on him. By the way, 
um, and, and like a lot of other young ladies in this country. And um, but anyway, that being said, it was a really good movie. We, we were just pleasantly surprised how good it was. So I guess my question to you is: Was there any emphasis um, from the director, kind of reminding actors that look, this is a sequel, and it's you know it's one of those deals where we really need to strive to make this even better than the first one? Um, you know what? Not in terms of you know, okay, this set a certain bar, so we've got to top that. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I think, you know, when you're looking at different productions, you're going to do your best anyway. You know what I mean? Sure. That's just unspoken. So, you know, you're expecting that each one is going to, you're going to improve on the previous, you know. So doesn't any type of, you know, dictate that, you know, we, we really got to do this. We got to make it work. We got to make it happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was, I mean, I mean, it's West Ball, so it was going to happen. Yeah. So, people- you know... You know, he just is who he is. So, I mean, his vision is just—you know—I don't know how he does it, but he does. Yep, he's just got that it factor. He's just good at it. Um, yeah. The film is still doing well um, in theaters across across America. I also read it's doing really, really well overseas too. It's getting some really nice numbers overseas. Yeah. In uh, Asia, it's really doing well, and uh, I think it recently opened over in Spain and. In Europe, so um, I think they did a, a release. It actually released overseas before it released domestically. So, how many nice spinoff opportunities have has popped up for you since since being here in, in this movie? Oh gosh, you know, I'm actually in the process now of going on the other side of the cameras. I'm starting. I'm producing content right. and going to be uh, uh, creating a, another vehicle. For myself, so stay tuned. Okay. Um, and you know, and I'm getting going out on my calls and everything, and we'll see. You know, we got some things down the pipeline, uh, but I can't really talk about it. Oh man, well, we have to come back and break that on our show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have to, um, you know, every, because of the internet and social media and everything. You know, they want to try to keep of course under wraps for as long as possible. So, um, but check back with me, and I'll give you an update. Absolutely, I know you're really busy, so I'll let you go in just a few minutes. You know, I read also in your bio that you, um, while you were in grad school, you went over to Russia and you did some you did some uh, learning over there. Can you talk about that? Ah, Oh wow! Oh, did show? of a program, I went to Carnegie Mellon University, and a cohort of grad students and I went over there to live and learn Russian and spoke and uh, learned the culture and was just immersed in uh, Russian culture. And I don't know if you're familiar with some of the literary greats over there, but I think one of the most popular literary greats was Anton Chekhov. Yeah, so I, I've, heard, I've heard him, yeah. You know, and it was an amazing experience. It really, really was. Um, really got a chance to actually work on the stage that uh, Chekhov and Stanislavski worked together on at Mahat. Oh, wow. The Arts Theater. Uh, and that was so surreal. You know, I was like on the stage, you know, and you're like, oh, my gosh, the original Seagull was produced here. Wow. You know, um, and it was really kind of a turning point in my life because I was trying to figure out, um, 
what I was going to do if I was uh, going to either go into theater or what my course was going to be. And uh, in Russian theater, there's something called laughter through tears, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing the theater there and being a part of the theater there, it just really helped me to uh, increase my love of theater, my passion for the craft of acting, and just, you know, had me to step it up a notch. So I wouldn't Mm. trade it for anything. It was a great experience. Yeah, now you mentioned that you're about to go behind the cameras. Do you feel, um, do you feel that's your calling, or do you feel the other side of the cameras you're calling, or just all the above? Is You just want to just round it all out. Well, you know what? kind of all of the above because mm-hmm. you know if you even look at I mean look at Matt Damon right um, you know and Ben Affleck you know yeah. screenwriters directors actors and doing well at each yeah Goodwill Hunting I did you see The Martian yet? no I haven't seen it but oh, it's really great thing. oh man check it out you gotta go see it like tomorrow <laughs> you gotta go see it? yeah but it, is it kind of like gravity, sort of? No, you know why it's not? Look, there's no knock at that gravity because I'm, I'm a big science fiction. Gravity was kind of, if you will, Hollywooded out, if you know what I mean. It kind of like, there was things that were just unrealistic. They're really good for movie stuff, you know, but not really realistic. Um, the Martian was so accurate. In other words, like things that NASA would be challenged in real life to get a stranded astronaut back, they kept it true to that, which made it really intense. Um, and like the Val Kilmer movie, the Mars movie he did, you know, they they, okay. they took the helmet off on the surface of Mars and they were able to breathe. That's just not happening in real life because it's 50 below zero on Mars with no air. And right. on the in The Martian, mm-hmm. the director kept true to that. You know what I mean? Everything was mm-hmm. real. And it was just brilliant. And Matt Damon was just awesome in that movie. Yeah, you need to go see it. Well, all right, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, definitely. I didn't mean to go off on a little Martian rant there, but yeah. No, no, it's fine. It was fine. Yeah, but so, yeah, I was going to be creating a, a, a project coming up. And, um, you know, I think as an actor, you're also a creator. Because when mm-hmm. you go on set, you're just not there right. to you know kind of be pulled around as a puppet you know I mean a great director wants to know your thoughts too and he wants you to bring he or she wants you to bring what you have to the table so in a mm. sense you know you really are creating and you know get a little playwriting a little writing in there too you know you're improving lines you're doing this you're doing that right it's all related it really is it all supports one another and while you're doing your pursuing the behind the cameras work will you still you know, will you still be fielding opportunities to, to, to act in you know on the other side in movies and things? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's nonstop. Yeah, good stuff. Um, <laughs> before I let you go, I have I had some people on my Facebook and Twitter that wanted me to ask you this because I do have quite a few aspiring actors and actresses, and then um, a lot of them had the same common denominator type question. They wanted me to ask you. For some advice, because I, one in particular girl I know, she's she's gotten some smaller roles, um, a few commercials, um, but she hasn't really gotten that 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 nice break yet. And she really works hard too. I mean, she's busting it. She she waits tables. She's you know I'm sure you can relate to that. Going back to the days where you were chasing chasing that stuff down, and that's where she's at. And she wanted me to ask, and some and a few others, what's some advice you can give someone like her? To, to try to break through it. It's such tough competition. Yeah, it's tough competition and it's only going to get tougher. 
suffer, you know. Um, and first of all, first and foremost, keep doing what you're doing mm-hmm. in terms of you know busting your butt, right? Because you know sometimes it's survival of the fittest, you know. Because you're going to have a lot of people, you know, that aren't going to believe in themselves and their talent, so they're just going to drop out. Mm. So first of all, you've got to believe in your own talent first and foremost, and keep, you know, keep fighting the good fight. But also, you know, I mean, the business, I've been in the business for a while, and it's changed, you know, it's really changed in terms of, look at all that content that's out there. You look on the internet, you yeah. look at HBO, Netflix, Hulu, all these services, Amazon, everybody's, you know, creating content. So, you know, my advice would be don't just sit back. I mean, yes, work on your craft as an actor. Work on your craft. But if you really want to have longevity, then what you need to do is create your own projects. you got to create your own stuff. You know, mm. even if you, you know, do a little... You know, you got something on Vine, you know, mm-hmm. or you've got something on YouTube. You know, I mean, you you're you you got your audiences. Uh, they're big voice fans, right? The yeah, voice. yeah. You look at uh, what uh, I think it was a couple of seasons ago. Chris, uh, what was her name? Grim Grimke. She was on Adam's team. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly. Grimke. Yep. Yeah, she was on YouTube. You know, she's mm-hmm. a YouTube sensation, and so you know you've got to get out there and. Not just sit back and wait for your phone to for the phone to ring. You need to bring something else to the table mm. as part of the team. So if you're just sitting back waiting for someone to hire you to do something for them, you're going to be waiting for a long time. Mm. So you really need to go out there, produce your own stuff. You know, you know, do a showcase. You know, produce your own uh, show, your play, rent out a space in your city or your community, wherever you are, write something, write yourself a role, you know, um, form whenever you can, you know, practice, 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 and uh, in that way, you also improve on your craft if you're continuously out there practicing, because one of the things that can hinder an actor is if you are waiting for that call and you're not working, if you're not working, then you're not working on your craft. True, true. And true. working on your craft on a stage is a lot different than being in a classroom doing a scene study. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, you're going to learn that way, but there's nothing like performance. You know, in front of an audience, you fall on your face, and that's how you learn. So mm-hmm. that would be my biggest advice. Really good advice. Really good advice. You know, one last little tidbit, and I'll let you go. Oh, I guess it's about 2006. I was on a plane from Houston to L.A., and when we landed in, actually, I left Jackson, Mississippi, and, and, and stopped in Houston on the connector flight, and we took on some new passengers. And this young African American kid, about oh, I don't know, he was probably 19 or 20, sat right next to me, and we got talking. And he said he was part of a comedy group called Derek Comedy. Um, and he was an NYU student, and he was going out to LA to to pitch a um, a, um, a screen a screenplay or something he had ri- he'd written. And that kid turned out to be Donald Glover. Do you know who he is? Donald Glover. Now is that Savion Glover? He 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 was in The Martian as an astrophysicist, and he played in Liz, in the in the um, Lazarus Effect. Um, 
he's like he, oh, he was in the uh, oh, what was that? He was in a TV series too. I'm trying to remember. Um, if you, if you yeah, he does definitely ring a bell. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, if you if you Google image search him, you'll you'll know exactly who he is as soon as you see him. He was in the Martian too. It was so nice to see him. I, mean, I didn't see him for. I mean, after after the little small talk on the plane, I wished him luck. And then fast forward like ten years, and I was in the movie theater, and I was like, I recognize that kid. And while the movie playing, I, I image searched. I remember Derek comedy, so I imaged that, and I was like, that's him. Holy moly, that's awesome. That was just great. It was a great little. You know, this was good to see hard work pay off. Absolutely good. Good. All right. Yeah, exactly. Well, look, I really, really appreciate you joining us on BradCooney.com. Um, it was such a, just a really uh, a privilege to talk to you. I want to keep in touch with you and get you back on when you get your projects up and going. Is that, would that be okay? Absolutely. All right, before I let you go, share with the fans where they can follow you on your social networks or any closing thoughts. Oh, yes. Uh, well, you can always stop on my website at com, and I'm also on Twitter. My handle is uh, Catherine Smith McGee only because I, I couldn't stick my whole name on there. <laughs> find me on there uh, and I'm always on there so come, you know, if you want to talk to me, you know, just inbox me, send me a message and we can get a conversation going. Alright, well thank you so much for joining us.